We're at the um, headquarters of Truth and Spectacle, Bosworth House. Absolutely. Tucked in uh, Huntingdon. So we're going to talk about Truth and Spectacle today. What the hell does it mean? Where does it come from? Once upon a time, as legend goes, Stanley Kubrick, while he was making Spartacus, was asked what makes a great film. And he said, well, a film has to have two things. It has to have truth and it has to have spectacle. Truth is the thing that touches you. It's the story that you connect to. It's the thing that makes you cry. And spectacle is, you know, it's got to grab you by the throat. You know, that it's got to reach out from the silver screen and make you watch it. And he might have said, if your film doesn't have much truth, you'd better have a shitload of spectacle. And I always loved that story because I think it connects to exactly what we do. Truth, which is the strategy, the story, and spectacle, which is how we tell that thing. You know, as an art director, spectacle was something that I spent a huge amount of time working on. Not always that much truth. But if you don't get that balance right, the work you make feels like it's fake. It feels a bit hollow. Uh, it doesn't resonate as much as it should. So that's where the name comes from. What do you think of the name? Well, I, I love the name. And um, I love the name especially in a, in a world where I think truth is something that a lot of people are now really looking for. You know, there's, there's very little trust. There's a hell lot of spectacle. I think technology has given us the opportunity to build wonderful spectacles with very little costs. And I love that on the one side. I think that is beautiful. I think we got a bit overexcited around the spectacle. People started to realize that if you tell loads of different stories about the same thing, what's actually real? And the noise is just becoming louder and louder around that. So I think when you presented the name to me, I loved it. And um, when we started to talk to friends and collaborators, they really loved the name and they could actually kind of rally behind it because it's something that touches everybody. Truth and spectacle. It's the balance, you know. Or as Robin said, spoof and testicle. Spoof, spoof directly. Spoof and testicle. I think actually, I think that is fantastic because there is an awful lot of spoof and testicle out there. And I think if there's a little bit more truth and spectacle out there, that would be a really good thing. Neatly done. That is easily done. I've spent the last year coaching and, and working with humans. It kind of occurred to me that this is exactly the same thing, right? So we all know that we don't have one identity. We have multiple identities. You know, a daughter, I'm a lover, I'm now a founder. How wonderful is that? And around each of those identities, there is spectacle. There's the way that I behave. There is the way that I listen. There is the way that I dress. And it is incredibly important for us to understand what is, what is the truth behind all of that and how do all of these wonderful identities that we collect within us link together. So I like it. It works. It's become a little bit of the thing that I do in my life. The theory has held out as I've worked at What Three Words, which is a tech company, where the truth is actually the sales pitch. Like, what is the essence of the technology and how do you explain it to people who are not waiting for you and not interested? And, and so distilling that, that story down and working on it over and over again, but also connecting it back to the people who work in the business. I found that it's all very nice for the design team to go off and make something, but until the sales team who are at the event actually understand why you've done something and believe it themselves, again, the pitch is not going to work very well. And so that's been an interesting learning from, from my side is how this idea of truth uh, becomes something that we collectively own. 
Yeah. And it has to be good because there's nothing worse than a story that doesn't ring true. Like we've all, you know, we've all heard bullshit. And then when you repeat bullshit, you feel embarrassed by it. And, and you know what? It's interesting because I think you're absolutely right. So I spent a good 17, 20 years in the comms industry, agencies. And one of the things that I found really surprising is how many of those wonderful brands and companies were happily abdicating that truth part to us, the agencies, and weren't quite sure anymore what the truth was and were very happy when agencies came back to them with what they defined the truth to be. Yeah, the uh, the strategy decks that are 90 pages long, justifying <laughs> a, a point of view on a product um, that really does one thing from a brand that is famous for one particular idea. It feels like you've overdone it. Like, <laughs> In fact, the truth, the strategic bit, has become more spectacular than any execution you could probably make. So instead of boiling it down to basics and things that you know really do make sense to people at an innate level, then you get lost. And it's a social media screw-up because people have five seconds of your image on Instagram and they trust you or you, they don't. Yeah. And simplicity seems to rule at the moment. Yeah. And I think the wonderful thing about truth is also that actually everybody should be able to be part of defining that truth and be part of um, talking around that truth. And I think we made it an art. You know, not a lot of people were allowed to go close to the truth of a company, whereas I think everybody should be allowed and actually needs to be involved in in talking about the truth of that company. So it became a bit of a golden child. Oh, this is very strategic. Yeah. You cannot do that. You need, you need a brain as big as a planet. Well, the language became so complicated. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so you know, if that's your script... It's never going to be a good one. Kubrick would not approve. So, so is that what we're going to do in our lives now, Ivan? We would always say, what would Kubrick say? I, I think so. The, uh, the idea of that um, swarthy man like glaring at us <laughs> from behind his glasses going, what the fuck is that? I think that's a good test. You know, like, and then have you executed it beautifully? And I think that's the, the balance side of it. Like, yeah. We're not saying don't do the spectacle. Do it brilliantly because that how you say something is is lovely is the craft it's the it, it tells you how much you care about the thing you're saying yeah but yeah we need to tell stories that actually connect with people and connect with you know if you're a company with your employees first because uh, if they can't tell the story to their loved ones or their friends or some guy in the bar like you're stuffed generally totally and that's, I think, actually the idea of this podcast. So when we sat yesterday over a glass of wine, going, we're really interested what other people think about truth and spectacle and how those things link together. Um, so what we want to do is we want to find people who are thinking about this, who have maybe been talking about that in their own job or in their own life, and we would love to to hear from them and talk to them on this podcast to explore what that means, how do you behave, what conversations do you have. We read an article yesterday when we did some research around the tension between truth and spectacle in war documentation, which I felt was incredibly 
involving and, and very, very intense. And I'd love to talk to somebody about this and, and where they see the balance. You talked about social media, influencers, uh, who, whoever they are. What do they think about that? Yeah. Um, what do they think the truth is if they live a life that is 80% lived on Instagram? How do they define the truth and how do, do they define the spectacle or do they see that as a, as a sliding... Sliding scale. Sliding scale, exactly. It'd be really interesting. I'd love to talk to loads of people about truth and spectacle because whenever we introduce ourselves, people go, oh, that's a really interesting name. And I think we've only now realized how interesting the name is when people talk to us about it. So that's the idea of the podcast, really, to explore truth and spectacle. So we'll do some experimenting, play with the format. <laughs> we'll put some music in the background, perhaps. Excellent. Do some experimental uh, cutting and editing of maybe even do some uh, video stuff if we have some pictures to go with it. So yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. I think it'd be really lovely to be experimental around really understanding what truth is and also to be really experimental to understand what spectacle is. And the spectacle might look very different in different episodes. Good adventure. Good luck, Alex. Good luck, Ivan. Good luck, Ivan.